Hello and welcome to the Completely Machinima podcast. I'm here with my co-hosts, Damian Valentine, Ricky Grove, and Tracy Harwood, and I am Phil Rice. And today we're talking about what I, from the thumbnail, I thought was maybe some kind of World of Warcraft video, but it turns out it's just World of Warcraft-ish. Tracy, tell us about the Talkie Orcs. Absolutely. Well, yes, Talkie Orcs by AFK, the web series, released um, on the 24th of September this year. Um, So it's Christmas. Uh, Happy Christmas. And my pick is for those of you looking for a a light bit of entertainment, not Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit, but that other story where the orcs start to figure things out for themselves as they take a break from raiding elven villages and have a bit of fun on the side. so uh, the, the guys that make this series, um, AFK, um, AFK, the web series, they are a, a New Zealand-based collective. We've shown you some of their work before, but usually it's in the guise of Star Wars shorts. Um, now, this has been made in Unreal Engine using Reillusion's character creator. And in this film, what we've got are two uh, warriors, Bolgo and Ragnar. Um, who are learning this uh, new language, corn, I think is what you might call it. Um, there's this kind of dominance of voice acting here, but some really good lip sync as these characters try yes. to learn this new language yeah. by mouthing the words they're unfamiliar with, which I think is a particularly interesting part of this thing to look at too. And that's because... Um, these guys, uh, what I think they're trying to do is practice using lip sync because most of the other stuff they do uh, uses characters um, that have helmets on. Right. Um, they have to worry about it. Exactly. Uh, it's so the red versus blue syndrome. It is indeed. Um, but here they're trying to push um, the boundaries a little bit of what, of what they do. Um so it's got a little bit of tomfoolery too in it, um, which I think is everything you would expect from these creators. They've got some really great, um, a, a really interesting, fun way of looking at the world, I think, with pretty much everything that they do. It makes me laugh every time. And as Phil says in the intro, it's got an almost Warcraft-like look to it. Um, and not just a look, but also the movement um, that you might think of with that particular game. Um, but there's a little bit more slickness to it, obviously, because of the, the engines that it's um, used in the in the creative process. And there's a really nice little fight scene at the end, which shows you some of the different effects where the, the scene is shot in rain. Um, but overall, I think uh, the humour is as orcish as one might expect for this time of year. Um, so what did you guys think? Oh, God, that was funny. I enjoyed this episode so much, I forgot to look for any flaws that might appear so i'm completely at a loss i've got your back when 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 it's my turn i've got your (laughs) thank you the entertainment value was just so high um it's very much in spirit of the old machinima satirical tone Mm. you know jumping into a game and and telling the story of people who are supernumeraries you know not the epic and heroic people and how funny they are the writing is terrific the acting is terrific maybe a slight little grit the humor tends to be more macho and masculine you know it might appeal more to men than it will to women because it you think around, yeah, <laughs> it revolves around the notion of testicles and 
over and over again. It slams you on the head with that. But still, I just I just thought it was a magnificent thing. And it, and again, another film that shows how Unreal Engine Five is the premier tool for creating machinima. The craft in it was just flawless. The lip sync. Usually, I find some problems with lip sync. Not here. Mm-hmm. It was just perfect. Great, great choice. My favorite of all of the films that we uh, are looking at this month. Yeah, it's some of the best lip sync I think I've ever seen uh, in in this thing we do. It's a it's absolutely top notch. And Tracy, you're right with the, especially with the the challenge that they had of they're trying to sound out sometimes subtle differences between words and phrases. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean the the. This would not have worked with poor lip sync or imprecise lip sync. I mean, this is this is not just phonemes. It's it's mouth shape between phonemes. I mean, it's it's mm. fluid and yeah. uh, amazingly done. I, I'm uh, I'm interested to know what the process was there. Uh, I have to assume that some sort of capture, but it looked it's so fine tuned that they they must have really spent. Uh, quite a bit of time, uh, just making sure that those mouths were just right with the sound. Um, the uh, you know the the story, which I won't give away because there's kind of a, a surprise to the ending of it. It's it's certainly not a new uh, comedic idea. Um, I've you know we've seen it done before. Yeah. Um, but this was very well executed. The humor was, was the the humor was juvenile. So naturally, <laughs> I loved it, and uh, I loved it. Um, yeah, just very enjoyable. Uh, my one criticism, if there is one, is <clears throat> the soundscape was rather empty overall. Um, mm. During the big battle scene, there were a lot of, you know, the, the swords swishing and clashing and things like that. But there was no f- no foley of any kind for I mean, these are one of them in particular is kind of a big bulky character and the, they're wearing this, this leather and, and bone armor of some kind or whatever. And there's just, there's no movement sounds whatsoever. Very little ambient sound going on. So um, as a sound guy, I, I found that uh, distracting. That, that did jump out to me that, that could, simply because I found myself watching it thinking this wouldn't have been that hard mm-hmm. to do sound for, you know, you don't need a, you don't need a special Foley kit of any kind. Just put on a leather jacket and move around a little bit or something and just, re- just record it live for each character and, right, right. and pan a little left and right and you're done. Um, but I don't think that it's because the filmmakers uh, were lazy. Um, I think it's one of those things that it doesn't occur to you until someone points it out. You know, And I, I can't tell you how many techniques that I've learned making films over the years that I didn't do or think about until somebody pointed it out Mm. and said, how come this? Or, you know, I noticed this. Todd Stallcamp, if you still listen to the show, you told me close to 15 years ago, boy, that sure is a lot of crossfades in one of my films, which I won't name. I, I never edit without thinking about that now because I, I hadn't thought about it. I, ah. I had just, 
I just dragged the clips over each other on the timeline and let them crossfade. Wasn't even thinking about what that was communicating. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, not, not every film that's made is going to get, you know, featured on the show and talked about like this. But my advice for anyone in this craft is find somebody who's going to tell it to you straight like that. Somebody detail oriented, who's going to notice things like that, who, who ideally knows what they're talking about, like my friend Todd did. But we'll say that because that's that's going to be the best education for filmmaking that you can have is someone pointing and, out to you things that you didn't think about. And who might have a modicum of tact. <laughs> <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, tact is a good sometimes, thing. Sometimes, well, sometimes, sometimes tact. You know, CJ Ambrosia. Do you still listen to the show, CJ? I still remember when Bloodspell was screened. You, before you knew that I did the sound, we were in the same chat room, and you said, "Why is the soundscape so muddy?" <laughs> and then after I had tried to ask him more questions about what do you mean he realized that that he was critiquing me his friend and he didn't realize it so that he backed off but i gotta tell you i think i, I thought about that on every subsequent episode of blood spell paid close attention to that so you know two pieces of advice the first find someone who will tell you, tell you straight and second grow a thicker skin yeah. be willing yeah. to receive the criticism i'm somebody who gets very defensive when left to my own devices, very defensive for criticism. It's a horrible quality. It's a horrible personality trait for somebody that's trying to create quality things. Uh, so my advice to you is my advice to me, get over it. And uh, uh, you will get better, you know, from listening to uh, people, even tactless ones like, like Ricky. Um, oh no, <laughs> I've always, uh, and I'm perfectly tactful. <laughs> Okay, no. maybe not. So anyway, yeah, maybe great not. film overall. Could have used a little bit more yeah. sound to, to increase yeah, yeah. the immersion. But one, the things you're doing right, oh my goodness. Amazing. Great work. Damien, what did you think? Well, first I'm going to say some of the early feedback I had for my film was the complete opposite of what Phil did with your crossfades. Mine was, I didn't have enough fades. <laughs> 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 um, so of course my natural instinct was to put loads of fades in and I, before I released it I thought no that's too much so you kind of have to get that balance of um, figuring out what is the right amount of whatever the feedback is yeah. to put in right, right. Yeah. but as for this film um, it reminded me a lot of the uh, World of Warcraft videos that um, we've seen a lot of over the years obviously because it's got some Warcraft looking characters and it's got that, the same kind of humour that we saw in those videos uh, and I, I enjoyed the humor. I, I can be uh, juvenile as well sometimes. Um, I thought um, the animation of the York characters, absolutely stunning, especially the lip sync, which sort of been commented on. Yeah, um, I didn't I see know. this animation at all. No, none of that. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go I back. I saw and... a bit of knuckle dragging, though. That's what made me think of the, the, you know, the movement from the game. Well, you got to work. You got to have knuckle dragging. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I need to go back and watch the video again closely to look at the <laughs> lips movement. Just no, no. so I can learn to do that myself in my own videos. Yeah. There's also a lot of work into that, and I thought 
that's something I need to go back and analyze carefully to try and learn from, which um, at least from my perspective, I feel like that's a huge compliment is that I need to learn what they did. Because um, uh, Tracy, right, normally they have helmets on their characters in their previous videos. So this is a huge step forward. And uh, they've obviously spent a lot of time figuring it out and it was very successful. Uh, so yeah, this is an excellent video. Uh, it's a good pick and uh, a lot to learn from. Thank you. Absolutely. Tracy, you, know you, um, you included two other films in your, you always come up with more than one. Oh, um, I've got I hundreds. I I've got hundreds. I don't plan on discussing them here, but I did want to mention them and we'll put them in and links. Unreal Earth, the Unreal Engine 5 short film by the Blender Bender. Yeah. Um, not as, as entertaining as the talkie arcs, but very good. And then Beckoning by Sarah Zikovic, um, a wonderful trailer. Uh, so I hope uh, those who are interested in interesting films will check out those links as well. We've got some fabulous picks um, in, in the projects update on the blog. Um, oh, good. But, uh, you know, we just can't talk about them all. I'd love to talk about them all all day, but I don't, yeah. think, we've, I don't think we've got enough hours in the day. No, we don't. Anyway, happy Christmas with that one. Yeah. Happy Christmas to you. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. That's it for this episode, and we'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Hasta la vista.